Hello, everyone. Welcome to the prayer experience. It's a Tuesday, which is the 7th of March, and I want to welcome you for being, you know, coming online to pray with us and also standing in that place of, of intercession for one another, for the body of Christ, for the nations of the world. I think it's a great privilege that we can approach the presence of God in faith for one another. So thank you for being a part of this, and we want to um, welcome you again. Please share this video. You can do that on the YouTube page or on the Facebook page. Let us let other people know that this is an opportunity for them to take their pain, their prayers, their request to God. You can also be a part, you know, subscribe to the Daily Talks Media channel on YouTube that's readily available for everyone. Please connect with us live. If you're on a platform live, we'd love to hear your comments. If you, if this is your first time of joining us, could you let us know where you are joining us from? Let us know this is your first time and let us know if you have a prayer request or you just want to be part of the prayer experience community. We welcome you as well. And if you're listening to this broadcast recorded version, we also want to encourage you to do that. Send us a message, send us, send us an email and we've got a prayer experience hotline that is available if you need prayers, if you need someone to talk to, if you just want to share with somebody what's going on in your life and you just need someone to stand in faith with you, do that. That line is available. It's a UK landline. And um, please note that as well. Well, my, my scripture for Thanksgiving today is Psalm 9 verse 1. And it says, I will praise you, Lord, with all my heart. I will tell of all the marvelous things you have done. I love the fact that the psalmist says, with all my heart, I will praise God. What does it mean to praise God with all your heart? It means your attention and your focus in praising God, in, in celebrating God and his goodness and all that he has done. Now, when he says, for I would tell of all your marvelous things you have done, it's not necessarily about the things he's done today, but think about some of the marvelous things that he's done in time past in your life. We've always got a reason to, to praise him. We've always got a reason to thank him. Never run short of gratitude. Never run short of thanksgiving. And I want us to do that together today and with all our hearts and say, Father, we praise you. We thank you for your goodness. Your, your mercies are numerous in our lives. We've seen your marvelous works in in our lives. We look back and we are we are overwhelmed with gratitude. We look into our families. We look at our friends and our colleagues. We look at one another, even on the prayer experience platform. We look at the things that you have done, the testimonies we have heard. Lord, for, for so long you have kept your word in our lives. The things you have spoken, the things you have, you have promised in your word for us, the healing you have promised, the provision you have promised, the protection you have promised us. We have seen it time and time again, how you have come through for us. So we want to thank you. We praise your name. We tell continually, we will tell of your goodness in our lives. So when we meet people, you know, in our workplaces, 
outside and we have the opportunity to tell them of how good God has been. Lord, we will not hesitate. We thank you for all of that. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right. I want to share something from this verse of scripture. It's Galatians chapter 5 and verse 25. This is the same scripture. I think I've got the other version that says, walk in the spirit. It says, if you if we walk in the spirit, then we need to leave in the spirit. But it says, since this is, this is the message translation. So since this is the kind of life we have chosen, the life of the spirit. So let us make sure that we do not just hold it as an idea in our heads or a sentiment in our hearts, but work out its implication in every detail of our lives. And we are going to be praying into this today. You see, when we say we're Christians, it means our lives are committed to God. It means <clears throat> we are submitting ourselves to live by the word to live by the Spirit, by the leading of the Holy Spirit. The Bible says, for those who are sons of God and daughters of God, say we are the sons of God and daughters of God, say we are led by the Spirit, we live by the Spirit. It also says that the just will live by faith. So our lives are not meant to be lived ordinarily in the natural, by the natural. What I mean by that is, we live in a physical world. We live in an environment. You live where you are. You may be in the United Kingdom. You may be a school teacher. You may have a family. You may be by yourself. You may live, you know, with friends or brothers and sisters. You, we all have different life contexts and, and we live in different geographical locations and we live by different government laws. So you're living in the United Kingdom, you are bound by the law of the land. You're living in the United States, in, in the parts of the United States, you're bound by the law of that state. If you're living in, in Pakistan or India, you're bound by the law of that country. So the same if we say we are citizens of heaven, then we are bound by the law of the spirit and so much more the way that god interacts with us and deals with us is by by his spirit so if we say that this is a kind of life we have chosen the life of faith if we say we are Christians and we live by faith if we say we are Christians and we choose to live by the spirit we choose to submit our will our life to god he said, then let us make sure that it's not just a fancy idea. It's not a, just a sentiment, a feeling of, oh, I'm a Christian, but we are not adhering and we're not following and we're not learning to be more in tune with God. We, let, us, let us not hold as a sentiment, you know, you have a Bible and we rarely read it or, you know, let us not, let not do the things that are sentimental to our faith. Let us live and walk by faith. So when I when I when I looked at that verse of scripture, so if we say we live by the spirit, then let us walk by the spirit. So our manner of life, our conduct, our lifestyle, our words, our actions, our thoughts, all of that have got to come in line with God's word. And we've got to walk it out. Walk it out until we we're becoming more and more 
in line with the word of God, with the way God thinks and the way his, the Holy Spirit is leading us. The, until we get to that point where we are, when our submission to God is absolute, there are certain things that we can come into. The certain privileges that we can activate, we can, we can, uh, we can appropriate for ourselves. There are certain things we, we miss out on. But God is wanting us to come close to him. He's want, wanting us to be, to be close to his heart where we know what, he, what is on his heart. Where we're living our lives bound by the word of God. We're living our lives bound by, or we're living our lives according to how he's leading us by his word and by his spirit so i want us to pray today you say yes you you can say to yourself let's have a moment of, of reflection you know you say yes we can say that we're doing all of these things but we need to become better at it we need to become mature we need to improve our, our love walk we'll make mistakes god knows that we will say things we don't mean or we say things that we shouldn't. We behave in a way that we shouldn't. God knows that. We have the blood of Jesus, you know, that, that cleanses us from all the righteousness which we take. But we have to keep striving, keep striving to be mature in our walk of faith. So let's pray this. It's kind of like a rededication of ourselves, a rededication to lead by the Spirit, rededication to lead by the Word of God. So, Father, we just come to you. If there is any particular area in your life that you feel that you'll need to do a bit more, Father, we come to you in faith, knowing that you hear us, Jesus who stood by the grave of Lazarus and said, Father, I thank you because you always hear me. We know that you always hear us. You are like a dotting father who's always looking to hear words of faith from your children. You're always looking to see us striving for perfection. You're always looking to see us growing our relationship. You're always looking to see how much we want of you, how much of you we want in our lives. Always looking to see how we want to order, how much we want to order our lives according to your word, how much we want to be obedient to your word. You're always looking to see those whose heart are perfect, committed, devoted towards you. And that is life in the spirit. Father, we just we want to recommit ourselves to you again. We want to take this opportunity to say, God, we choose to live by faith. We choose to live by the dictates of the Holy Spirit. We choose to, to walk in love greater level of love we choose to walk in peace greater level of peace no matter what's going on around us we choose to let the peace of God flood our hearts we choose to be patient with one another we choose to be kind we choose to be gentle we choose Lord to be all that you want us to be and we thank you because you are enabling us. We choose to walk by the Spirit. We thank you because you have not left us to our own, um, to our own selves. But you have empowered us. You've given us the Holy Spirit who lives in us. 
We don't want to ignore the Holy Spirit. We don't want to continue to ignore him. But we want to become keener and sharper and more sensitive to hearing him and listening to him and obeying him as he leads us. We want to know your word. So we recommit our lives to you again and say, here we are, your servants. We have come to do your will. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for this opportunity. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. 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 Yeah, we can't live life without God. Yeah, we can live like, we can choose to live like any other person, but we wouldn't get all of God. We wouldn't get the fullness of the measure of the statue of Christ in our lives. We won't, we won't get an outpouring of God in our lives if we choose to live like every other person. We're going to pray for the church. And this verse of scripture in James chapter 4 and verse 7 says, So submit to the authority of God. Resist the devil. Stand firm against him. And he will flee from you. I, I just want to point out the condition in which we can begin to, <clears throat> you know, we can begin to resist the devil, resist his, his strategies, resist the things he's doing. We'll, 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 we'll take our stand as intercessors, you know, at the body of Christ. We'll take our stand against certain things in our communities, in our societies, in our nations, in our families, even in our lives, even in the body of Christ. So until our submission to God is absolute, until our adherence, our agreement with God is, is absolute. When I mean absolute, I mean we are submitting our will to him. We're submitting our our we're submitting our perception and our view of who he is. We're taking his word as the absolute and the final authority in our lives. So when God says, I am the healed, no matter what's going on in my body, I say, I declare, I speak consistently that I am the healed. If I've got a need in my life and, and I it doesn't look, you know, like it's not things that aren't coming together for me or, or I have a challenge, a situation in my life, I go to the word because I have got to stand on the word of God because I have chosen to make God's word the final authority. Every other thing can keep talking, keep speaking, but I go to God and I zero my focus and my attention on him. I want us to pray this for the body of Christ and say, Lord, we will not live like the rest of the world, but we will leave, you know, zeroing our attention, our focus, and our total submission on the word of God. That the church will begin to live according to the word. No mixing things. No, no compromise. That the church will take a stand against any form of unrighteousness. The church will take a stand against anything that God frowns out. Anything that the Holy Spirit, that grieves the Holy Spirit, we pray that the church will take a stand that is absolute. 
in the name of Jesus. Can we pray that? Let's pray that for the body of Christ. Pray that for your church, wherever you are, and say, God, I stand in, in, in that place representing my local church, representing my the body of Christ in this part of the world, wherever you are in, 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 in the parts of Asia and Philippines and in, in Uganda, Malawi, wherever in Nigeria, I stand, I represent the body of Christ. And I say, Lord, we, we take a stand with your word, that your word is the final authority in our lives, in the body of Christ, in my local church. Your word is the final authority. Lord, we'll take a stand against injustice. We'll take a stand against unrighteousness. We'll take a stand against sin. We'll take a stand against anything the world wants to throw at us as a way of life that contradicts your word. We'll take a stand against that as one body. We'll take a stand against evil. However, the world wants to, to color it and, and, and camouflage it and, and make it look nice and appealing. Lord, will take a stand against that in the name of Jesus. We'll take a stand against the, the media and the entertainment industry. Lord, that they will not, they, they, they will not talk the word of God. They will not cut it and try to make sin look good. We take a stand against that because it is evil in your eyes. We take our stand and we choose not to compromise your word in any aspect of life. In the name of Jesus. And God, we know your word says that whatsoever we allow, that is what heaven allows. That is what heaven backs up. As a church, we pray that every part of your church, of your body, God will arise in unison against the enemy, against the strategies of darkness. In the name of Jesus, and we will call sin, sin. We will call a spade, a spade. We will call disobedience to order. We will call every form of idolatry to order. In the name of Jesus. You said until our submission is absolute. Until our submission is absolute. We thank you, Father, because that is our stand in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. I want us to pray for the nations using this verse of scripture. It says, therefore, in, in Acts chapter 3, verse 19, it says, therefore, repent and turn back so that your sins may be wiped out. The seasons of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord. We're going to pray for the unsaved. Reminds me of the story of King Hezekiah. When Isaiah the prophet came and told him, he said, set your house in order. 
Because this path of life, this way of life you have taken is leading you to death. It's leading you to destruction. So he says, set your house in order because you won't live long. But you know what King Hezekiah did? He turned his face to the Lord. He turned to the wall physically, but spiritually he turned his face to the Lord and began to seek God. I want us to pray. There are many, many people out there. All it takes for them is to make a turn. Turn to God. It doesn't take much. It's a choice. You see, our situations and our circumstances don't rob us of the choice to turn to God. And that's what Paul was saying. He said, turn. Turn back to God. I want us to pray for the unsaved. Pray for kings and, and those in authority. Pray for our leaders that they will make the right decision, the choice, that many unsaved would take the choice of their life in their hands and say, I turn to God. And as we pray, that decision is going to be easy for them. It's going to be easier for them to say, this is my choice to turn to God. Father, we pray for the unsaved. Like you, that like King Hezekiah would turned in a moment he turned to you he forsook his condition he looked away from his life choices he looked away from his lifestyle he looked away from his kingdom for a moment he looked away from his circumstances and he turned to you and he asked you for mercy I pray, God, to everyone out there that they would recognize the choice and the opportunity to turn to you and say, I choose God. And the grace for them that has appeared to all men will be available for them to make that decision before it is too late. We thank you for that, O oh God, and we believe to hear and to see many more turn to you. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. And we're going to take prayer for healing using this verse of scripture where it says, Call upon me in the day of trouble. I will deliver you and you will honor me. Let's pray for those who are hurting. Father, we just release our faith. Standing on your word is a call upon me. Lord, we call upon you in times of need. Right now, for those who need healing in their body, for those who need, you know, a mighty deliverance in their lives, for those who need a supply of provision, for those who need protection and preservation. Father, we release our faith on their behalf. That that's the call to you. Lord, will you rescue them in the mighty name of Jesus? And we thank you, Lord. Let's thank God together and say, God, we thank you. Our lives will honor you. Our testimonies of your goodness will honor you. We praise you and we magnify your name. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen, amen. Well, thank you for joining us today to pray as always. Oh, yeah.
Thank you. Can we release our faith together? We're going to pray for Roy Ballesteros. Come on, let's do that. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just release our faith for Roy. Right there on the hospital table, that surgery table, with all surrounded by all the surgeons, we release the mighty intervention of God in his behalf. On his behalf, we said that he will be surrounded by, by a host of angels who are specialists, specialists in this surgery. That they will use the hands of the surgeons and every consultant and every medical personnel. It will, it will all come together for good. And we thank you because this will be the most successful surgery he would ever have undergone. And they will say, this was by God. And we thank you for that in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Come on, let's thank him together. Father, we give you praise. We thank you. We thank you, Lord, for what you are doing. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen and amen. Thank you again for praying with us. Please subscribe to the audio podcast. Those are readily available um, on all the podcasts and sta um, station. And tune in as well. If you Google the app, tune in. That is readily available there. We're back tomorrow. It's Wednesday, tomorrow, the 8th of March, and it's 1 p.m. We'd love to see you there. God bless you and have a wonderful time. Amen. Mm -hmm.